What's up? How's everybody doing? Hope you're doing good as I am. Get everything recording here in a minute. While the dog makes a mess of my stuff. Go, get away. Like, what is her problem with me recording podcast? She has to run out of the room. Alright, video's on. How is everybody? Welcome to the panic attack. I am Big John. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. I've been getting a ton of follows lately from uh, China, I think. I don't know what China got their eye on me or something. I don't know what what the deal is. Uh, it looks like Chinese writing. I don't, it could be Japanese. I, I am not by any means a foreign linguistist. Is that the right word even? Not an expert in foreign languages. In fact, some people would say the English language is foreign to me. And I would tend to agree. So... Hope everybody's doing well. I'm going to talk. I've mentioned it a few times in, especially in the most recent of podcasts, but I I wanted to maybe go into a little more detail or just give it give this story its own separate little uh, space in time. And uh, it's because, I mean, because it's a very personal story. It's about my real life. It's about me and my mom and uh, the, the guy who got her pregnant. And so I just, you know, want to tell this story about abortion and a little snippet into my life and why I can be just as passionate and have just as much an opinion as any women, whammon, because I was brainwashed for, you know, a lot of years, like a lot of guys were, oh, you're not allowed to have a choice because you're not a woman, you'll never have an abortion, Uh, you'll never carry a baby, blah, 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 now I sound like AOC. So anyhow, let's say it's even dumber than AOC and President Biden. I don't know if there's anybody, I mean, can anybody in this presidency string together a damn sentence? The only person dumber than the president right now is the vice president. Here, just... Lost her. Kamala Harris was saying something really stupid, and I lost it. <sighs> Hope I can find it real quick again. I don't even. Was it Students for Trump that had that up? All right, wait a minute. Let's hope it's. I got the right guess. 
Did I guess right? No, it doesn't look like it. Shoot. And this was really dumb, too. Or no, it was David J. Harris. That's who it was. Alright, sorry. I course, right when I want something simple to work, it doesn't. Here, here it goes. Something at risk on this. First of all, if you are a parent of sons, do think about what this means for the life of your son and what that will mean in terms of the choices he will have. Think about it. Everyone has something at risk on this. First of all, if you are a parent of sons, do think about what this means for the life of your son and what that will mean in terms of the choices he will have. Think about it. Everyone has something at risk on this. So David J. Harris Jr., uh, if you want to follow him on Instagram, uh, and he he's on other platforms too, I don't even understand what she's trying to say, but let me try to make some sense of sorta out of this. Uh, so his caption is, or yeah, caption, it's like a meme, whatever. VP Harris, let's not teach our sons to honor women and sex. Let's worry about them not, come on. Let's worry, not able to kill babies in the womb. So, your son, I guess she's saying your son, our sons, me as a guy, a male, I might have to live with the consequences of my actions that if I father a child, I may have to raise it even if I was only hooking up with somebody for a night. Well, the choices that our sons are going to be faced with Kamala, 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 Kamala. Not the Ugandan giant, by the way. Uh, the choices our sons will be faced with will be uh, don't have sex until you're married, use protection, prophylactics, condoms. Rubbers, whatever you want to call them. Uh, make sure the girl you're with is the one that you want to spend your life with. I had to wipe the sweat off my nose. Uh, make sure that the that you're responsible enough of a, an adult to bring life into the world. My God, this was like a, a common sense. Way back yonder, in the 1990s, when I was in school, I graduated high school in 1995. Should have graduated uh, in 94, but I had a little trouble getting out of the first grade. All right, shut up. So did you. Uh, so anyways, you know, we were told... If you father a child, if you get a girl pregnant, I guess maybe it was just instilled in me somehow, but you were going to have to take some responsibility for that child. And a lot of guys didn't. Yeah, I get it. They're 
you know, there was a thing called deadbeat dads, uh, guys that didn't pay their child support, guys that walked out. And I think that problem's gotten worse because societally, what what measures, uh, what makes the measure of a man has changed. And it's not taking care of your family and being strong, uh, whether it's, you know, the family that you wait till you're married and you plan, or it's the family that you kind of de deal yourself, the hand that you're dealt, if you will, but you dealt the hand to yourself by being promiscuous. And of course, you know, over time, you know, uh, child support laws and child support enforcement and things have gotten a lot uh, more stringent uh, even the, even still uh, the, the choices that your son is going to be faced with okay so your son is going to have to decide do I want to just be a horny jackrabbit out there going at everything or do I want to wait? Wow, that's a really, that's real, oh, man, I just, we, we well, we, we just got to codify Roe v. Wade so that that segment can be, can feel comfortable, have less difficult decisions so that that segment of uh, our population can feel better and not have to take responsibility for their actions, right? Uh, that's, is that what Kamala is saying? The, the decisions your sons will have to make and have to live with, he's going to have to make a decision to stop at the pharmacy, the drugstore, Walmart, whatever, the, the store, and get uh, a box of condoms. You know what my favorite thing in the world to do, to shop for is condoms. And I'm not buying you know the Magnum size. I'm just buying regular old condoms. You know, ribbed for her pleasure sometimes, whatever. But that's like the best thing ever. I'm I'm happy to walk up to that counter with my box of condoms because it means guess what. Everybody knows I'm going to, yeah. So that's the, the difficult decision your son's going to have to face someday, according to Kamala Harris. Uh, his head might just explode. I, I don't know. It, it's just horrible. You know, young, you know, sons, men, women are going to have to choose to be responsible. And, you know, we're not getting into the whole rape and incest bit right now, but Kamala Harris wants you to realize that everybody's got something in this game and think about the decisions your son will have to face in the future because Roe v. Wade is overturned and now each state can make its own set of laws. How horrible. All right, we'll have to come back. That 
took me a lot longer because it pissed me off more than I realized. Come on, cooperate, technology. So I, I promised to talk at you about my personal story with um, abortion. And it all, I don't know, when the hell was it, man? I was pretty young, and I've always been a news and uh, political nerd junkie. But uh, there was, was I, I couldn't have been... I don't think I was in the sixth grade even. And I was in I was in Steubenville, Ohio. We must have been coming or going to the mall. And there were all these people Lined up along the side of the road, the main road leading up to the Fort Steuben Mall, uh, and they were protesting against abortion. And I don't remember exactly what I asked my mom, but you know, because I was really young and. Uh, you know, I said, well, isn't it the woman's, shouldn't it be the woman's choice or shouldn't it be her choice or something like that? And my mom just outright said, well, what if I would have gotten an abortion? And I didn't know what to say. I was just a little kid. I mean, like, not you know, not not exactly a a, a finesse way to put that, Mom. But um, that always sat with me. Like, what if I would ask people, like in high school, you know, later on and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, it, it's a woman's right to choose. It's a woman's right." I'm like, "Well, what if your mom would have had an abortion?" And then it, there's not something you have a response for. You can't say, well, I wish she would have. Wish I would have never been born. At least most people wouldn't say that. So, in latter years, after I was out of high school, and uh, the guy who got my mom pregnant, I, I really try hard not to call him father or dad. Um because he wasn't a father or a dad to me. I've spoken to him one time on the telephone. Um, 
the guy that got my mom pregnant, sorry, I had to stop and text her. Um, I talked to him one time in my life for 20 minutes or 30 minutes on the phone. Uh, we exchanged letters and, and stuff. Um, I, it was around the time my grandfather died, so I was in, in my early 20s, 21. Uh, it, well, it, it it may have been earlier than that. It might I might have still been in high school. I don't know. But anyways, that's the most communication we ever had. And he started writing letters to my mom because uh, he wound himself back in jail. And this... A woman that he was married to started cheating on him with (laughs) some freaky kid my age. Well, we were kids back then. Uh, (laughs) That's weird. You're like a 40-some-year-old woman and and you're screwing around with a 18- or 20-year-old boy. Uh, or you're an 18 or 20 year old boy and you're screwing around with this 40 some year old woman who's by far not very attractive and the boy wasn't all that in a bag of chips himself but anyways so you know my dad starts writing letters to my mom my mom and I are fighting like cats and dogs Uh, and so through her I got introduced to him via letter correspondence and through that uh, she told me that you know before you were born uh, he told me to get an abortion Um, he really didn't want me um and so I can run my mouth about abortion. And the the new argument is now, you know, we've gone beyond rape and incest. And now they're saying, well, this parasite on the woman's body is uh, going to give her financial stress. Some women cannot afford this burden for the rest of their lives well in 1976 my mom couldn't afford it Uh, she was looking into moving into a a low income housing project actually pretty nice they're actually pretty nice townhouses to be honest with you Um, not just like a part shoebox apartment stacked on top one another but anyways, uh, my pap, my grandfather, however you say it, told her, no, you can't do that. That will embarrass the family. So we got help and lived with my grandparents, and I still live in my grandparents' house, even though they're both uh, dropped dead by, they've dropped dead by now, as Joe Biden was so eloquently put it. And some people say, well, you know, not everybody has that help from their grandparents. Well, 
this is ridiculous. It's not it's not even an argument. Many women are plenty successful without men. Some scumbag men just don't want to take responsibility for their actions. And some women don't want to take responsibility for theirs. Again, I stress we're not bringing rape and incest into this. Alright? You can be a strong woman and be successful and raise a fatherless child. Uh, you can be a single mother and work multiple jobs like my mother did and also get uh, you know a, a house or apartment at little or no rent. You can get health care for practic for free through Medicaid. You can get food stamps to assist you along. And yeah, none of these things are perfect, but that's called living with the decisions you make. My mother lived with the decision she made. She was loving and kind enough to not abort me. And so I am going to speak up about abortion and say that it's wrong. I'm glad that they sent the decision back to the states. And each state can have its set of laws. And if you don't like those laws, you can move to another state. You can travel from state to state to get an abortion. But I, I see a lot, I hear a lot of excuses but I don't see and hear a lot of reason. A reason is an excuse with some solid facts behind it. Something with substance. These things that they're coming up with out of thin air now about, well, you know, some women can't afford this and the, the guys aren't taking care of themselves. Well... Good. Maybe we need to teach men some responsibility in life. Maybe now parents will have a talk with their kids and teachers will talk to young guys and say, Look, you don't have the abortion option anymore. You can't tell her to go get an abortion. You're going to have to man up and be responsible if you get that girl pregnant. So you better take the responsibility to use that condom or get really good at oral sex <laughs> or some other means of achieving sexual pleasure. Believe it or not, there are other ways to get aroused and achieve orgasm. Uh, but anyhow, that's a whole other story probably. Go watch some old Dr. Ruth Westheimer shows and learn. So, yeah, my mom was told to get an abortion when she was, I don't know, eight, seven, eight, nine months pregnant, somewhere in there. For some reason, you know, she was still hanging out with my dad. Um, they went for a car ride, and he tried to beat her to death 
so that she would beat her, uh, I assume to death. Uh, I mean, he was beating her really bad. Um, I just remember her saying that, you know, she she laid there on the ground praying that God would let me live. Uh, maybe he was trying to beat her to the point that, you know, she miscarried. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, there could have been some real tragedies in my life, starting with the go-get-an-abortion uh, tragedy. But why are we telling women you're weak and you can't raise a child by yourself? You can't use that fatherless child, as someone so ignorantly put it. Why can't you use that as motivation to better yourself, get a degree, learn a trade or a skill, and then be a good, strong, single mom. I've seen it happen, experienced it firsthand. So with that, God bless you. Thank you all for watching, listening. Remember to pray for one another. I'll check you out next time on Panic Attack with Big John. Michelle.